Welcome to the CBD Ed Show with Ed Cheney, a CBD industry expert and business executive. In this program, we will discuss the uses of CBD and other methods of treatment that are alternatives but also complement conventional medicines. Now, here is your host, Ed Cheney. Welcome, listeners, to the CBD Ed Show. I'm your host, Ed Cheney, along with the beautiful Kimberly Rose. Hello, everyone. Who it's perfect on the show today because we are celebrating women this month. Yes, we are. Yeah. It is Breast Cancer Awareness Month, right. and we're going to the Women's Expo, right. and what else? Today. Just, just generally. Today, we're serving up info on women using CBD. Yeah, yeah. I have a lot to say about that. I think that's terrific, and I would expect no less. Good. But uh-oh, audience, look out. Because no, been, no, no, no. It has no. not been rehearsed. Hard to say what will come up. <laughs> <laughs> well, we all know I'm for it. Uh, yes, you are. But there might be a little bit of tweaking there that me, I didn't realize before. Right. So not mm-hmm. only do we have still limited, conclusive research out there. Yeah. You can actually get to what has been learned and then you've been applying it for the last three years, right? Yeah. Am I, that's about accurate, three or four years? I'm on four now, yeah. Right, so then you can actually give experience share. Let me tell you how valuable that has been. To her, probably immensely valuable because you've been able to adjust, make things even more effective. Mm-hmm. How about to our laboratory efforts, our product evaluation, just simply pouring through all this data for these shows. You have been a primary resource for, hey, how'd that work for you this way? And can you tell us if this meant what it says here? Did did it have the same impact when you were using it? How do you feel about this statement, Kimberly? That conversation has been had over and over and over again. Wouldn't you agree? Yes. All right. Big pat on Kimberly's back because she has been that type of transparent, genuine, genuine, and uh, just experience, live I am experience. the official guinea pig. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and voluntarily, really, right. <laughs> very voluntarily, because sure. uh, it's, just, it's just done so many things for me that, that I appreciate. Well, you, have, you are learning, you are living the life of probably the largest group of females. I mean, so you're a baby boomer. That's the largest segment uh, in the population count. You sit right there with the the largest group as in you don't have any serious medical conditions. No. You're, just, you're right there along with the majority of the females just dealing with life issues that come relevant to your age. Would that be yeah. fair? The yeah. day-to-day issues of someone my age. So you would speak then to the majority of the females uh, that are in this age group, but you also have been through all the previous years. <laughs> yes. So it's likely that you can reflect. Yeah. And apply what you know now to those time periods. Right. And This it, is probably why she has a lot to say today. <laughs> <laughs> I think that uh, it's just always amazing to me that I find out something new. Now, is it a real something or is it not a real something? Is, Fair question. Is still the question yep. because 
as is the theme of most of our shows, there just is still not enough really documented studies done on humans. Lots of stuff done on animals, but you don't look not, like a not <laughs> on humans. So uh, that's kind of where we're like, hey, yes, 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 but we still have to look at other things. Hey, who docked who doctored up my document? <laughs> Spell checked my documents. <laughs> <laughs> there was some funny things in there that. Um, you obviously used voice recording to do my notes today. To do your notes today. Yeah, yeah you know, I dig through uh, research and try to formulate a conversation or formulate context on a title that's relevant. Yeah. It's not skewed, it's not somebody's opinion that's a manufacturer out there. So sometimes that takes a long time. And then when I finally am ready to put it into a format in which I can follow during the show, you know, that takes another fairly large segment of time because I do not type very fast. Right. That's not one of my better skills. So what a great feature that your computer can kind of sort of translate what it is you're saying. Right. Right. And, you know, Kim, at the same time, I'm sure she gets to hear the show twice. Uh, Yes, (laughs) I do. uh, So, yeah, so that's how that worked out. So anyway, let's start talking. Yes. It is apparent that females are using CBD for about a half a dozen items, and they're using it fairly confidently. Mm-hmm. But I know they still have some concerns in certain areas. You should know this. CBD uh, inside the endocannabinoid system, you have two receptors, CB1 and CB2. CB1 are neuroreceptors, and they are condensed in the brain. Yeah. They're not spread out. They're condensed. Well, you know the second place they're condensed at? Mm-hmm. The reproductive system. Right. We have a... Very condensed. ...large amount yes. of receptors in that area. And one of the things that the ECS system manages for the human body, for all mammalians, is your production of hormones. Right. So, the it's it does not surprise either one of us why... CBD is used so much uh, in females today. Yeah. Doesn't surprise us at all. And I do have some information to share with you regarding some of the concerns that have been out there. We've already addressed the liver one. We mm. did that two shows ago, am I correct? What was the last show? No, some it wasn't. Study, a studies, we, we kind of debunked the FDA's claim to CBD could, or is, what did they say? CBD could cause? Uh, liver damage. Liver damage. I'm not really sure. But anyway, we had a whole show debunk that. Mm-hmm. Uh, not not really purposely, but by digging into the facts, I think the general consensus was, hey, you guys don't really have all your facts together. Right. Well, I mean, That's the all. liver does. It, it really is your filter. It's yeah. it, it it so. Almost anything that it interacts with is going to have an effect on it. Going to have an effect yeah. on it. And we did the same thing with uh, the lung issue. But anyway, I don't want to go down that path. But uh, we, one of the issues that came up fairly early on that we will be able to address today in our second half of the show is CBD pot passing through the mother's milk 
uh, if she is breastfeeding. Uh, and having a, there, there, there was a lot of discussion four or five years ago about CBD having an impact on the male reproductive system. Right. And I got a little bit of follow-up on that from, uh, all from clinical studies and I think, clinical reviews. Yeah, and that was pretty, like, that was really more THC-based, right? That is correct. For yes, the male reproductive yeah. system, that yeah. That is correct. I think they were just, hey, I can't get my husband off the couch. I think that's really what it was. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no, I think there's some actual... Stuff there on THC in the male fertility. All right, let's talk about PMS systems. Yes. Symptoms. PMS. Girls, love it that you go through it. Uh, very, very, um, yeah, it's a shame you guys have to go through it over and over and over again. Uh, here are some of the, well, I won't, you, you know what your symptoms are. Here is where the discussion of CBD has come into play for those symptoms. Here are what females have reported using CBD for. Mm -hmm. The one that has the most clinical support is addressing anxiety, cramps, and regulating emotions. Right. Now, those anxiety and regulating emotions are coming in from a roughly the same place. That is cannab cannabinoids like CBD affecting the CB1 receptors in your endocannabinoid system, your ECS system. I've always wondered why, uh, when you go through your monthly monthly cycle, your brain is so affected. Yeah, there is uh, your body all by itself is designed to up and down regulate certain hormones like, and we were going to go over this at a later, this is her normal <laughs> way of handling things. I know. Uh, it, it likes to upregulate 2AG, which is your own body's endocannabinoid system. Right. All right, or, or a cannabinoid. Uh, so remember, we talked about this past, endo is when your body makes them, phyto is when a plant makes them. Mm -hmm. So it wants to upregulate that because it naturally wants to downregulate. I really would rather read this specifically from serotonin. And the effect is what you experience. Right. One of one of the most one of the solid effects. Just a crazy train ride, maybe even like a roller coaster ride of emotions that you go through, and it's just, I just don't understand how that has anything to do with your body being prepared right. to conceive. Okay, different conversation you know? for today because I I see your question and it's a good one, but yeah. I do not have that answer. <laughs> and I tend to be, but no, not for that. Yeah. All right, well, there's other issues, other things that uh, women are using CBD for. Sensitive breasts. Yes. Again, a CBD affecting the CB1 receptors. That's where that would go for, that's where that would be managed. Mm -hmm. Bloating, that's a CB2 receptor, that's inflammation. Yes. Tiredness, CB1 receptors. Tiredness, uh, you know how, how uh, CBD can affect sleep? Right. That's because it's regulating your internal clock, mm -hmm. your cadence. Uh, constipation, again, there's an inflammation issue. Increased appetite, we can't really help you there other than the emotional triggers right. for increased appetite. 
Because I think that's psychological. Yeah. I don't think you're really hungrier right before your right. cycle, it's but it's, yeah. yeah. Agreed. So now the reason women are using these uh, is they might hear something or they might share uh, a result that they had experienced with a, another peer. Mm -hmm. But the reality is, is these are all managed by the ECS system. Right. They're all managed. So, of course, endo and phytocannabinoids will have an impact because that's what they do. They trigger a receptor to do its thing. Right. Yeah. Right. And they tend to... And thank, and thank goodness, uh, for CBD, it'll go in and calm those receptors that are flashing, that are feeling... Yeah, right. Right. Overstimulated or whatever you want to say it, it'll yes. just go in there and calm it all down. And what? And, and, and that is the right way to say it. Mm -hmm. The geeky way to say it is receptors are signaling agents. Cannabinoid lands on it. They're triggered to send a signal out to the appropriate thing to get it to do the appropriate, to do the action required. Right. Yeah. Geek. <laughs> Geek alert. Yeah. I anyway. just like to say it calms you. It just really calms you in, you in all those all right. troubling thoughts. Let's keep going because we got, we got a lot today. They mm -hmm. also use it for regulating hormones. Yeah. That, at, uh, that co roller coaster ride. Yeah. Hormonal imbalance means that the body produces too many or too few hormones, which can seriously affect your health. Right. And at, because when you're on that roller coaster ride, you adjust, don't you? We yeah. just talked about it. Appetite. Right. Maybe you stop working out. Maybe your relationship suffers. There's all kinds of, I bet, it, consequences. Again, yeah, the psychological uh, yeah. aspects of your cycle every month, they, they're that's just too unpredictable yeah. and everybody has been taught or that it's just going to happen and you just got to deal with it <laughs> until <laughs> you're done and yeah. that's just not true you yeah. don't have to deal with it there are things you can do and one of those things is cbd okay. yeah and then and then your brain belongs to you right yeah so there's a lot of science out there that says you're in more control Yes. Than sometimes realized. Uh, now, and this is those hormones that you'd asked me about earlier. I can only mention one. Well, I'm going to mention the other ones, too. The notable hormones in which CBD can have positive impact. And what I mean by that, they can trigger a receptor to either upregulate or downregulate would be insulin, cortisol, and melatonin. Yeah. All right. So those are the three. And those can all have an effect, but that is a deep rabbit hole. Mm -hmm. Okay. I started to go down that path of how they might affect and it, it, it uh, yeah, couldn't, couldn't. Well, again. There's not enough time. I'd have to put 20 people in a room yeah. for a week. <laughs> there's and, and there's not enough research. It's just a whole. <laughs> well, that was just the CBD part. There's all kinds of research yeah. on how these hormones affect your state of mind. Right, Ooh. right. Yeah, yep, they do. Uh, and, and it's not just gender specific either, but when you start wrapping them up, then you start, you can lean towards studies that are gender specific, but I don't want to get off track too much. We've got um, another thing that CBD is capable of affecting, and that is the enzyme called COX-2. And this can help by decreasing that enzyme that produces that hormone, 
you can deal better with stress and anxiety because it'll reduce those. Mm -hmm. Also, we have a Dr. Lichtenstein. He anticipates that CBD's effect on the brain and associated reduction is perceived of perceived anxiety could be greater in women than in men. Dr. Lichtenstein also states, based on findings from several studies, CBD may provide relief for those suffering from hormonal imbalance and have a positive impact on the regulation of hormones due to its interaction with the cannabinoid receptors, Mm -hmm. those called CB1 and CB2. Yeah, I think... uh, Dr. Lichtenstein. Right? (laughs) And do we know it's a man? I do not. Okay. And I did want to find that out, but I didn't have the time to <laughs> dig in. I was going to say she and or he, and I couldn't. I, I was <laughs> under the impression that it was a female, but okay. I'm also not sure. All right. Yeah. I, I, funny, I had the same. <laughs> so, uh, and again, so there are some studies, non-conclusive, but they're there is in such a way because there's an understanding already of the impact cannabinoids have on the ECS system mm-hmm. and then the fact that the ECS system manages these systems that include hormone production, hormone uh, deregulation or, or upregulation. So there you go. That's what we have for you on hormonal imbalance. Yeah. Women are using it for that reason. Now, when we and we let's talk about it now because we're also going to talk about it later. Do, we don't often need a ton of CBD to manage our hormonal imbalance, right? Okay, because all those receptors are tightly concentrated in the brain area and in the reproductive reproductive area. They're easy. They're accessible very easily. As a matter of fact, there was a new term that I came up with today that I thought was extremely helpful, and that was a dosing limit. And I'm not even sure I'm saying that right. I'd have to go through all my paperwork to find it, but a limit to dosing. So let me ask you this. Do you have a current understanding of where your limit is before between that space of it's not working that well, and then you get to this perfect dosing amount, and then if you go any, if you go further than that, it may not be working so well. Yeah. Right. Definitely. Perfect dosing. Right. And here, here's a here's a great thing to look forward to that has yet to been discovered from an analytical place, and my guess is it will 100%. It will not be finite. It will adjust with each person, but every condition will have a range that you can probably expect. Yeah, but, uh, and again, because I don't really ever let my anxiety or mood swings get overwhelming. I try and keep CBD in, you know, in my body almost all the time, if not all the time. So I would say uh, for me... When I feel a little bit of anxiety coming on, I, I'm, I'm going to say 15 milligrams is fine for me. Even 10 milligrams, I can just pop a gummy in and 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 I'll, I'm fine. Yeah. For quite a while. Um, so I mean, I would again, it fluctuates 
by person, by body weight, by level of your symptoms, what you're going through. Um, I, I'm going to say you don't really need to go that high. You really don't yeah, need to. I don't. would not go over 15 milligrams. It definitely in the beginning yeah. and tested the waters. That's yep. really all you can do with CBD is try and find your milligrams for you. But anxiety just doesn't need that much. Yeah. Now, keep in mind, if you're already on antidepressants or any yes. of those type of pharmaceutical uh, prescription type meds, have a conversation with your doctor. Definitely. They know a lot more than they used to and they're mm -hmm. pushing to gain even more knowledge. Yeah. This system is a huge discovery, the ECS system that is. And it's just starting to make its rounds. Yeah. You know, into the system. I'm not even sure if it's made it into the uh, curriculum at schools yet, but uh, if it hasn't, it's, for, it's pretty darn close. Well, you mean anxiety? No, the or, endocannabinoid system oh, sure. in all humans. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, I don't think it's... Uh, that was a fairly recent discovery, so I don't know if it's made it into the circulation of... I honestly don't even know how many doctors really I know. Because I don't know if it was... They're starting to get pressure. Right. I don't know, know if it was taught. No. Right. Oh, no, no, definitely not. Not in their med school. Uh, Maybe now, though, but again, I don't know the answer to that. It'll be interesting to discover that, though. All right, let's keep going. Okay. Let's move over to pain relief. Yeah. Now, let's, let's, let's talk. Well, first of all, we already know why, right? Women do suffer maybe more pain and longer durations of it than men. Uh, this is just some studies or some data that was presented to me also suggested that women have a higher tolerance for, pay, for pain than yes. men. And again, because they have to endure it. So we already know that women, and they probably do it selflessly, man, help manage their pain. Sure. You don't hear them talking about it. You get a guy who's got a boo-boo, man, hey, boo-boo, right? 19 yes. of his friends know about it, and everybody <laughs> sees him walking around with a hand on his back, right? So guys, girls might be a little bit more uh, refrained from that. Well, I mean, because we started at such a young age that you just learn to endure, or maybe you're told to endure. This is just yeah, a part of your life it. forever, so yeah. just deal with it. Again, well, you I don't have to do that. Right all the way up to the Bible. Genesis speaks of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm sorry. You're going to have to endure this pain for the rest of your life. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. I mean... There are things out there that can help, and yep. this is just a new thing, a new product that can get, that can help out. I know a lot of people that do like Motrin and yeah. stuff like that. Talk, that speak help. to that. I can't do those things. Why? Uh, because I did those things for way too time. often yeah. for a very long time, and now my stomach will not accept any of those <laughs> items any longer. Yeah. Now, um, listen. There are many, many reliable studies on your endocannabinoid system managing your pain through multiple ways mm -hmm. and that CBD impacting your ECS system. So th there are plenty of studies on this. I don't think anybody really is unaware right. that CBD use for pain is pretty darn good. It's also well tolerated. It has a high safety profile, 
it's freaking organic. Yeah, but you okay? So your <laughs> menstrual pains are different than an injury. Okay. Okay, they're more of a swelling. So it's an intern. You want to do it internally, don't you? It's kind you? of an uncomfortable. It's just a general uncomfortable. There can be some stabbing pains, definitely coming from the ovaries. Okay. But um, so I would say. Uh, definitely do something internally, an oil, a capsule, a gummy, something like that. But then you can always do, because sometimes like a warm bath helps and stuff like that. I would do some CBD uh, cream on my- like a bath bomb? Would a bath bomb do it? A bath bomb would work really well. Because you'd really can help with the heat and all of that wonderfulness. so with some CBD cream on your lower back area because that's usually a okay. an uncomfortable area. Um, I don't I don't know because I'm 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 past the age of having that um, situation anymore. I don't have a period, um, so I don't know if rubbing it on your stomach would help. No, but you know what I would like to do a shout out to all the females who are willing to do this, and I wonder if. Kim would even consider being involved in this exercise, but reach out to Kim, get her to send you a bath bomb, yep. use it during your period, mm-hmm. and report the results of that on our social media platform. Now, here's the contribution from everybody. Kim might be willing then to bear the cost of that. Sure. Getting you a bath bomb. You would actually, your contribution is actually going through the exercise of testing this and then going through the activity of sharing on our social media platform. And that is a gift by itself because you're sharing it with your peers. Right. Which I know women love that, uh, love that interaction. Mm -hmm. Hey, this worked. Hey, this did not work. And you're actually giving something of yourself to somebody else. So give that consideration uh kim if you want to make that i know this is on the spot but feel free pass that invitation oh, I, out you know help. i always i always want to help someone there and how go. do they get a hold of me i know so what's the info way? at is there an info at the cbd ed show uh there is not a trackable one right now so don't do that either go to the social media or call her directly at her location four eight zero five nine nine one zero zero Three. Three. Yes. <laughs> okay, 480-599-1003. Speak with Kim. Make that arrangement happen and see. Yeah. Let's see if you can. If we can help each other. Yeah, because I don't think, um, I, I'm going to be honest, most of my women that come into the store are older. Um, okay. So they're looking oh, more for yeah. pain and uh, Different reasons insomnia yeah. and all of those issues. So, uh yeah, I, I, I can. I guarantee you, it will work. It will work. It yeah. will help with that whole situation, I'm at doing. least for probably twenty four hours. Yeah, I'm excited. I, I, I would love, <laughs> love to see some, some feedback on this. I would love even more if it. If the feedback was all positive, that would be terrific. Yeah, 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 definitely. I mean, we'll take either one. Oh, you don't mind. Didn't work, worked, whoever. I'm going to share the the reason why. I know I've shared this before, but I'll share it one more time. I don't do baths. We already know that. That's not my share, by the way. Right. But I don't do baths. I do showers. But Kim had suggested how great the bath bombs were that have CBD in them. 
And so one day, she brought one home, and we were in the jacuzzi. She dropped it in the jacuzzi. Yeah. That bath bomb just immediately... Bombed. Disintegrated. I mean, it just... Yeah, it was completely gone. Yeah. I didn't know these things happened. I never used a bath bomb before. <laughs> and the, the outcome was this. Inside of three minutes from her dropping that bath bomb into our jacuzzi, inside of three minutes... Just visualize this. I sunk into my chair, that little loungy thing you're sitting in in your jacuzzi, laid my head back and went, ah. Yeah. And that's really... where I was for 30 minutes. <laughs> the most relaxing 30 minutes I ever had. Yes, it's it really does work. And it because it's, was it's ter- the and heat. getting out was terrific. Yeah, it's all the right. heat. It's all the, it's everything that's in the CBD ba- uh, bath bomb that right. is just, it's it's Love wonderful. It. Love it. All right, that's my share. Okay, now, I think it's time for us to take a break for our sponsors. Yes. And then when we come back, we'll finish we're... on pain relief, right? Yeah. A little bit? Okay. Yeah, we are. When we come back, we're going to talk about skincare and, oh my God, sexual health, menopause, and let's talk about pregnancy. Yeah. All right. Okay, so let's take a break and we will be right back. Live authentically, heal naturally with Canafil. We have three unique blends for pain relief, reducing stress, and promoting healthy sleep. Visit Canafil.com for the convenience of online shopping that includes free shipping. Or if you're in Arizona, stop by our store in Phoenix for personal consultation and product selection. Our friendly staff is here to help you. All of our products have full third-party testing and a seven-day satisfaction guarantee. Call 480-599-1003 or visit Canafil.com. Canafil, giving you your life back. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Live Fridays at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Variety Channel. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. You are tuned in to the CBD Ed Show. If you have a question that you'd like addressed on a future episode of our program, please send an email to info at the CBDEdShow.com. That's info at the CBDEDSHOW.com. Now, back to the CBD Ed Show. Welcome back, listeners, to the CBD Ed Show. Here with lovely Kimberly Rose talking about females using CBD. And we are now on our next item, which is skincare. 
Okay. So, but we did finish up a little bit on pain relief and it, 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 it's really a good idea to, again, find your milligrams there because you might need a little more CBD if you're really cramping, if you're really feeling intense pain. Yeah. So, so pain is your CB2 receptors uh, and they're spread out more. Yeah. Well, they're, they're a combination of CB1 and CB2. Pain signaling is CB1. Inflammation is CB2, so those combinations. So what we, t what we have understood, not just through science, but actually through the years of use, mm -hmm. is we understand that when it comes to pain, you keep up in your dose until it's gone. Yeah. Or that's how that's managed. And where Kim was saying, you know, hey, start out at 15 milligrams per day on something that's neurological, anxiety, stress, anxiety, or things like that. When it comes to pain, you can start off at 15, 20, but you can move all the way up to 300 if you wanted to. Mm -hmm. On a daily dose, remember a lot of studies, doses are administered at 600. I've seen 1,500, and these are all at clinical yeah. uses. So anyway, let's keep moving. We've got a lot to cover, and want to see if we can get it all in. Hey, the fun one, skincare. Yeah. I like this one. Yeah, they, well, and it's also fairly easy. I'm uh, I'm fairly knowledgeable in skincare, and I do know that is a place where females do spend a lot of attention. Yes. And now, so so it being a high priority, I, I got to tell you, over the years, I've been I I really have an opinion that women have been. Women have been directed by the cosmetology commerce, sure. right? Oh, my goodness, you have to use this. Oh, you have to use this. And it's irregardless whether it was good for your skin or not. It right. might have a short solution, but it might have a long-term problem. Yeah. <laughs> okay, anyway, so I do. I have a lot of affinity for for our understanding this area. Anyway, CBD oil, though, is considered to be effective for a couple of couple of reasons. One, it's a skincare product that is considered safe. Yes. By lots of ent entities, including the World, World Health Organization. Mm -hmm. So this is something that you're putting on your skin that you don't have to worry about. Right. Uh, it promotes cells to repair faster. Yes, it does. I know. Right. It also is, again, well-known to be an anti-inflammatory. Right. So this can help with, sometimes we get allergies from cosmetics that we're using, our environment that the skin was in, mm -hmm. even our outside conditions can have an impact. Sure. Right? Aller allergens that are in the air and stuff like that. Yep. Now, I'm pretty sure I uh, would not be wrong to say uh, inflamed skin is not something a female would be attracted to. Nope, no, it, <laughs> and and I know that I have a couple of customers that use it for acne. Yep, uh, that was my next one on here oh. again. Jumping the gun. <laughs> Sorry, just kidding. Uh, <laughs> I'm okay. They, I mean, I personally, I I have a whole beauty regimen. I use my. It's in my eye cream. It's yeah. in my daily face cream. Um, that's really my only two. I don't have any, I don't do the shampoo and the stuff. I think when it comes to acne, uh, acne, <laughs> when it comes to acne, you have antibacterial properties that are in CBG. Yeah. You have anti-inflammatory that is in CBD. Right. 
Um, I, there would probably be a host of other things. Uh, and you tie all that to a carrier that has nutrients all by itself. You've got quite a quite a nice mix. Yeah. Yeah. I, I take that, that back. I have it in my lotion also. So I I, I, I like it. I, yeah. I see definite improvement in the uh, in my skin. And it works great. Uh, a topical CBD, if you get a sunburn, really relieves. All right. Let's uh, let's go on to another one. Uh, hey, let's keep it fun. Sexual health. Yeah, we had a whole show on this. Where we I sure wrote, I gave did. you a note. Where was that? That show was held on. She didn't. She she said she did, but she yes. didn't. It's right, isn't it? Oh. Nope. That was CBD and pregnancy. Oh, yeah, and so fertility? Do. I thought that was oh, fertility and sex. It might have been. Okay. Yeah, anyway, maybe. if you just go through our assortment of just under 100 shows now, I know. you might find one on sex. And so you can dig into these specifics much deeper since we're only going to spend a couple minutes on it. Sexual health. Scientists suggested cannabis can impact sexual health through a dopamine system. All right. Also, activation of cannabinoid receptors can increase dopamine, dopamine, which benefits, ready, term I never heard before, pro-sexual behavior, mm-hmm. which once I started thinking about that, that includes a lot. Yeah. That is a decrease in some things, like thinking about tomorrow, you know, tomorrow's task or it's, yeah, there's so many things that are involved around that statement of pro Sexual behavior. What do they call it? What do girls always complain men don't do? Uh, any foreplay. type of foreplay. And, yeah, and, and, that, and foreplay comes from like a, a conversation days before, maybe a hug. Yeah. I mean, I think the biggest uh, argument for women is obviously, well, wait a minute. I, you haven't talked to me in three days. What? You want what? <laughs> Yeah, this is true. And yeah, again, guys don't often. But we're, let's not make this show <laughs> okay. about sex therapy. <laughs> but yes, we talked about this subject. Now I'm remembering that we, yes, CBD does help calm your nerves right. and calm the real? situation. Yeah. But THC is probably more uh, the one that's going to give you the enhanced desire a small dose of THC. Well, and so here's here's one here's a statement. Here's a statement that's important. There is evidence that lower doses of cannabis mm-hmm. may enhance desire, but higher doses either either decrease desire or have no effect on desire at all. What would you say to that statement? I, I definitely, definitely, you do not want to do, you want to do tiny bit of okay. THC and then figure out what works for you. Uh, don't, yeah, don't eat this big old gummy thinking, all right, I'm going to go, yeah. I'm going to go crazy and you're going to be asleep. <laughs> right. That's what you're going to be. Now, it's funny, every time we do studies, every time we review studies, we will, Austin, and we've shared this before, if they're speaking about CBD, they will say CBD or or cannabidiol. Yes. If they are speaking about marijuana or THC, they will use the frame of the phrase cannabis. So again, I continue with my next little statement. Most studies have found that cannabis may cause a positive effect on sexual pleasure, prolonging orgasms, or improving its quality. Mm-hmm. Again, I think they're leaning towards THC products. Yes. 
CBD may help slow down those mood-killing thoughts. Because remember, plenty of studies suggesting that CBD has that impact. It can reduce anxiety. Can, and it, it doesn't it, tr- it triggers your little happy guy. And produces anatomide. That's yes. correct, which is your body's own happy molecule or happy, uh, yeah, its own happy molecule. So, again, CBD may slow down mood-killing uh, mood killing thoughts, right? By yeah, sure. By reduce anxiety, by helping to I need to clean the house. I got to buy the groceries. Oh, yeah. my gosh, the kids. Oh, right. this. Oh, that. Yeah, those things are just mood killers. CBD can also have an impact on areas, again, females would be more familiar with, uh, and that is painful things related to sexual intercourse. Yeah, sometimes like it can be. vaginal dryness mm-hmm. uh, or irritations. I read that a CBD suppository in that area about a half an hour to an hour before intercourse will help with uh, painful intercourse, lubrication, all that stuff. Yeah. So, so that was a, something I didn't know and it sounds right. like it would be a great idea. So let's, let's let's speak to this in a little bit, a little bit more of usable information. Mm-hmm. I'll start us off. I'm pretty sure if you took uh, a dose of CBD an hour before, you anticipate to interact. Interact being enough time to get the foreplay and the right. you know the social pieces included. Right. An hour before would probably be reasonable. Does that sound right? Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Mm-hmm. How about the THC? THC sounds like a much shorter time window is needed. If you go too long, it might move yeah. to something else. Right, yeah. Okay. No, I would, I would uh, that's only going to be about 10, 15 minutes. All right, all right. If you, you know, if you, it depends on the situation, obviously, okay. but it, yeah. So the I CBD affects our mood mm-hmm. uh, and gets us in that, what did we call it? Pro-sexual behavior. Mm-hmm. And any THC components might then increase the pleasurability. Right. Perfect. All right. Yeah. Wow, we really approached that in a very clinical. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about, Geek well, alert. I mean, listen, if you're going to talk right. about women health, this is a part of women's health. Yes, I to- 100% agree. Yeah. Yeah, no, no joking on that. Absolutely a part of you guys' makeup and... Yeah. All right. Let's keep going. Uh, we're going to go on menopause now. Okay. Uh, menopause. There is not a ton of research out there, but usually women passing through menopause cycle have a decrease in estrogen level and an increase in the 2-AG, uh, which again is another cannabinoid. Mm-hmm. Now, unfortunately, lower estrogen levels can lead to an increase in pain in the vagina, reduction in vaginal secretion. So the good thing is that photocannabinoids, like CBD, can counterbalance those high sensitivities. Yeah. But there is just not a ton of study. There is a ton of talk, though. I can tell you just this is, I mean, obviously, this is only personal experience. Yeah. Uh, It helps with hot flashes. It helps with mood swings, depression, um, well, pain. We're going to just throw that out there. Uh, but, uh, because I also, um, take CBD, but I do get hormone therapy and I have my doctor and I, we've been monitoring, you have to have your blood work done, 
uh, constantly when you're doing hormone therapy. Yep. And I have, oh. um, I've leveled out, and I've, I use CBD all the time. I found a study that says that CBD can interact with the hormones. Okay. Um, and so you always want to just always let your doctor know that that's what you're doing. You're doing CBD. So that balance can yeah. be a little uh, quicker arrived at. Because it, it wouldn't that be true? I mean, it is not a here's your here's your your set your cocktail of hormones, right? And I'm gonna do a blood test, and that's all there is to it. No, you, they put it in. You wait thirty, you wait ninety days, mm -hmm. and they take another blood test, mm -hmm. and then they adjust it again. And then you wait another ninety days, they take another blood test, and they adjust it again. Yeah. So if you impact it with taking another form uh, on if you conjunct it with a CBD you're having an impact on that too so you want to get that done sooner than later yeah so you can shorten that time period yeah of how long it takes you to dial this thing in so it works very well for you as an individual yeah I I, I really uh, I believe in it I think it just really helps just even you out all yeah. over the place. Okay. And again, I haven't had a hot flash in, I don't even know, probably four years. Okay. Um, even when I go low on my levels, I'd, I might run a little warm, but never get to the place where I'm hot flashy. Yeah. Uh, okay, now we're going to go to an area, uh, reproduction and pregnancy. Uh, and we're also going to talk about Breastfeeding as well. Uh -huh. All those, when they surfaced, I, I saw, I, I could just feel all women cringing. Yeah. And then when you go back, and I'll, I'll share some of the studies that showed up that created all this, and you can kind of like make an interpretation of what you see in all this. So the study started as early as 2008. Yeah. Where... They were going, wow, cannabis is, or, well, when they were talking about cannabis, they were talking about THC. Right. So their first concerns in 2008 was CBD, or was THC passing through the placenta. Mm -hmm. And then it moved to THC passing through the mother's breast milk. And it wasn't just THC. Right. It was all of them. Every scheduled drug on there. Funny that they didn't talk about any pharmaceuticals. Passing through any one of those channels. Of now, course not. All right. So, so you can see I started playing through this going, all right, what's going on? Mm -hmm. And then in the earlier years, uh, the, the conversation, once CBD started gaining traction with the consumer, in other words, the consumer, by the way, in about two seven, 2017, took over. Mm -hmm. no longer was the government in control. Right. Because the population said, no, we're using it irregardless of what you're going to say. Mm -hmm. you, you can say it's not a dietary supplement anymore. You can tell your manufacturers not to make manufacturing claims. But the reality is, we're going to use it irregardless. Yeah. All right. So once that happened, then new studies started to pop up. And the one study that kind of freaked everybody out uh, was the, the CBD getting through the breast milk mm -hmm. and CBD uh, having an impact on the male reproductive system. Right. Okay? So those were the two. Mm -hmm. All right. I have one. 
2018, cannabis use during pregnancy. This was a pharmacokinetic and effects of child development in 2018. Interesting. It had nothing, nothing to do with CBD. Not a single thing to do with CBD. It was all THC. But that's not how the news wrote it. And that's of not how anybody not. <laughs> wrote it. So here, I'm going to read the conclusion. Conclusion and direction of future research objectives. Much of the research conducted thus far has focused on understanding the MOA of THC and the role of the endocannabinoid systems signaling and a mature brain. Much less is known about the MOA mediating the effects of THC on the developing brain and whether cells play a role in the impact of THC and how this influenced by the additional cannabinoids in the endocannabinoid system. Um, And then the the final statement is, almost nothing is known about the impact of the phytocannabinoid CBD on the developing brain. All right. This was a peer-reviewed, well-accepted study in 2018. Mm-hmm. I think we had a show on this, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. May I suggest that the next article I want to share with you is FDA in early 2019. What do we know about the effects of CBD use during pregnancy and while breastfeeding? Now, I'm I'm going to share with you all the pieces because I don't want to be biased about it. There's no comprehensive research studying the effects of CBD on the developing fetus, pregnant mothers, or breastfeeding FDA, or (laughs) breastfed babies. I'll say this again. There is no comprehensive research studying the effects of CBD on those issues. FDA is continuing to collect and study the data on the possible harmful effects of CBD during pregnancy and while breastfeeding. However, based on what we know, there is significant cause for concern. Okay. All right. I'm reading it right from their statement. High doses of CBD in pregnant test animals have caused problems with the reproductive system in developing male. In developing males, right. In addition, based on what we already know about CBD, we expect that some amount of CBD will be transferred to the baby through breast milk. Right. All right. By the way, that statement was pretty loud. Like well, a lot d- of people responded to that statement right Don't there. Lactating, mo- or mother- lactating mothers, they create, uh, they create cannabinoids. Correct, they do. In the breast milk. They create milk. their own cannabinoids. That's what gives the baby that... Kind of a little bit of a drunk look feeling. <laughs> right. Very happy. Well, they have to speed up. They have to, they're, the baby's growth is very accelerated. Yeah. All right. High doses. Let me see here. We also know that there is a potential for CBD products to be contaminated with substances that may pose a risk to the fetus or the breastfed baby, including THC. Right. Now, contaminated. CBD products may be contaminated. I agree. There's no, there's no standards being set right now. Still to this date, there's still no standards being set. So they can be. Somebody could be making this product in their basement. It could have problems, mm-hmm. you know, like pesticides, heavy metals, bacteria, fungus, 
or an undisclosed amount of THC, and you may not know it. Right. Right. Unless there's test. By the way, I'll test results for all of this. Again, we want to encourage you do not use a CBD product unless you witness a valid third-party test result. That's how we are managing through this until the FDA puts in a standard of system, a system standard that we can all follow. Yes. Anyway, it says, moreover, CBD is known, has a known risk for people in general, based on clinical studies, human risk, that can include the following, liver toxicity, extreme sleepiness, and harmful interaction with other drugs. Okay. All right. Now, I just said them. Uh, I'll tell you what, what, what they're talking about, liver toxicity, toxicity we already talked about. Uh, extreme sleepiness, that sounds more like... You've taken too much. See, I, don't, I haven't seen CBD do it, but uh, I've seen THC do it. Yeah. So maybe that's, uh, that's the contaminant they're talking about. And then harmful interaction with other drugs. Now, they say harmful... But uh, World Health, or everybody else, World Health Organization and everybody else says it has, because of that CP enzyme, it has an interaction with how drugs metabolize. Not a harmful interaction. Right, right. Yes. Okay, uh, FDA is studying the effects of CBD uses on different angles, such as use of CBD containing products like foods, cosmetics, or supplements over a person's entire life. And then two, the effect of using various products in combination. There are many unanswered questions about the science, safety, and quality of product containing CBD. We especially want to learn more about the effects of CBD during pregnancy and why breastfeeding, including the example, whether and to what extent presence of CBD in human milk harms the breastfed baby or the mother's milk production. That was there. So this was, uh, this was uh, early uh, 2019 that I read the statement. I don't know when the statement was created. But shortly following, you know, this other study in late 2009, uh, 2018. And then I read a study, Pregnancy and Breastfeeding, 2021, by the United States Drug and Testing Laboratories. A, according to a recent warning issued by FDA, using products with CBD or THC is prohibited by women who are breastfeeding or pregnant. There is no comprehensive research studying the effects of CBD on developing fetus expectant mothers, or breastfed babies. Studies have been conducted on pregnant animals and have shown complications with the reproductive system of developing male fetuses. Despite warnings, researchers have surveyed anesthesiologists, certified nurses, midwives, and doctors, found, and they found the following. 7% of physician anesthesiologists would consider using CBD to reduce, reduce anxiety in women during pregnancy and labor. 12% would consider it to reduce nausea during pregnancy and 8% during labor. 13% mm -hmm. would consider it to reduce pain during pregnancy and 12% during labor. 42% of certified nurse midwives would consider using CBD to reduce anxiety in women during pregnancy, and 33% would consider it during labor. And then finally, 54% would consider using CBD to reduce anxiety in women during pregnancy, and 44% would consider it during labor. I think that that 54% is from like a natural, what are they called? I'm sorry. Doulas. Yeah. 
Yeah, there's okay. just a natural naturopathic. Uh, yeah, okay. like he, a doula would probably help you if you wanted to have your birth at home, like in the bathtub, or just a natural, no hospital type situation. All right, I'm going to read this final statement because we got a wrap. Yep. Mark <laughs> Zakowski, MD, senior author of the study and chief obstetrical and anesthesiologist at Cedars Sinai Medical Center, Los Angeles, says the concerning. That's concerning because CBD may interact with commonly used anesthetics and might be needed during labor and delivery. And ongoing CBD use has shown the potential to act like a common class of antidepressants, SSR inhibitors, which can adversely interact with other drugs. So Mark suggests... Hey, there needs to be more more research here. Yeah, because postpartum depression is real, and it can help with that. Well, this was all about pregnancy and breastfeeding. So mm -hmm. really what I wanted you to see was a timeline of studies. Started back in 2008, started to evolve in 2018 to, oh, wait a minute, maybe we were a little off, to 2019, FDA making that claim, to 2021 going, what? Yeah. What? What? I, wait. What? I don't understand. Yeah. Right. So these are all clinical reviews, all available on uh, Google Scholar. Google Scholar. So kind of just wanted to share that info because I knew, I knew as soon as this came out, women would go <gasps> because this is who you are. You well, are designed to bring living creatures into the world, and of course, protect. You be affected. We yes. have to always protect. They're our future. We have to. So it would be easy to, to throw you. Yes. All right. Okay. Well, guys, this is a wrap for today's show. I hope we served you well by delivering up all this information. I want to thank everybody, including Kimberly, for her contribution to today's content. So anybody have any questions, feel free to shout at us on our social media. The CBD Ed Show, any of those platforms will work. And if you want to do the bath bomb thing, uh, call Kimberly at 480-599-1003. That's all we have for you today. So this is Ed. And this is Kim. Saying goodbye for now. We'll Thank you for listening to the CBD Ed Show. Please join your host, Ed Cheney, for another edition next Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel. We can also be heard each week on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Until we talk again, enjoy the upcoming weekend, and we'll be back with you soon.